Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And it is Monday. Hello and welcome to it. I hope you had a great weekend. I uh, I have a feeling that many of you, your, uh, your NFL football Super Bowl dreams ended this weekend, and I do apologize for that. If, if you are in that, uh, in that crowd, I kind of... Well, I won't say it. I, I, well, I will. Okay, I'm going to say it. Uh, I think that the best teams pretty much won this weekend. I don't know. I, I really could have cared less about the uh, Dallas 49ers game. I don't really uh, – if I were going to choose a team, it would be Dallas because it's in Texas, and Texas is awesome. And San Francisco sucks. Nancy Pelosi has made it suck. Democrats have made it suck. Nothing against the uh, the fans of the team or the team itself. But honestly, if I were going to uh, uh, choose a team, I think I'd choose a uh, team and a state that have their bleep together. And uh, as far as San Francisco, I'm not going to celebrate the, a state where people are moving out in droves – they, they can't even find U-Haul trucks to leave California. They've got to bring in trucks from Texas to <laughs> replenish the supplies. So, And then, uh, you know, the Giants, of course, uh, they're no longer in it. But uh, my Chiefs are in it. The Bengals are in it. I'm not going to get too much into uh, sports and stuff because I really don't follow sports as much as I should. I'm not uh, – it's not in my wheelhouse. You know, I do comedy and I do, and I do politics. But I'm very pleased that the Chiefs and Bengals are going to be playing. It's kind of interesting. I've lived in a bunch of different places around the country. So do I have an allegiance to an NFL team? Um I've always kind of had an allegiance to the Kansas City Chiefs because I'm from the Midwest, right side of Omaha, and you can either be a Bears fan, you can be a Vikings fan, you can be a Chiefs fan or a Denver fan. I always kind of liked the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs didn't, you know, go to the Super Bowl, they were the first Super Bowl, and then they were in a couple of years ago, and they won, and it was awesome. Uh, but uh, you know, I've, I've lived in Cincinnati. I was a Bengals fan, and they were terrible when I was there. I lived in Washington D.C. I was not a Redskins fan. I was a Ravens fan. Uh, sorry to see them lose. And and I lived in uh, Minnesota as well. So I was a Vikings fan for a little while in the '90s. I even had my uh, Randy Moss. Rookie jersey. I still have the thing. So I'm very happy about the Bengals and Chiefs. Not going to go see it, even though it's in my backyard, because the uh, tickets are so stupid expensive. And even if I'd had an extra minimum of like $800 to get into the stadium, I think I'd just rather go down to Gert's Sports Bar, this dumpy little hangout that my wife likes to hang out at, and probably go down there. Then you got the 49ers and the Eagles. I'd rather see the Eagles win. I don't know. 
just, I, don't know, I think, uh, what was it, uh, Kelsey's got a brother on the Eagles team, Travis Kelsey, uh, who just got an all-time record for most receptions by a tight end in a postseason game, 14, you know. So uh, here we are. We're getting into the uh, the thick of it, uh, as it were, and I, I posted a lot of uh, social media this weekend about that, and also I got a lot of feedback on my kitchen island. I, I put a new kitchen island in my kitchen because I have a crappy kitchen. And, uh, you know, just uh, we, we live in an old house, a 1987 house. It's, uh, you know, we've already doing a lot of stuff, but the kitchen is one of that, that big thing. You've got to have some serious money. So I'm making, I went and I got a, uh, I went and got a big old toolbox from Home Depot, one of those rolling toolboxes. And they make them now with a butcher block on the top of them. And so I got one in my, I've got one in my studio that I'm sitting in front of right now for storage. Then I've got a raising and lowering workbench, and then I've got another raising and lower workbench in my office furniture. And so, I, you know, I, what I'm doing is I'm reasserting uh, uh, manhood here. Uh, and, you know, you toxic masculinity. I've decided to make things even more masculine. So my kitchen, my crappy kitchen now has got a big old, uh, I think it's a DeWalt or Cobalt. Is it a Cobalt? I don't know, whatever. Toolbox that I'm using in the middle of it. It's blue. All the shelves and everything and all the, it's got drawers like you wouldn't believe, 26 inches deep and all that. And I put that in the uh, in the kitchen this weekend, much to the consternation of a lot of other men who are masculine and not to the point of toxicity. Uh, and they were like, well, I got one of them in my garage and I put tools in it. And I said, well, yeah, so do I. I got a bunch of them in my garage, but I just decided to put one in my, uh, my kitchen island. And it's pretty cool. And if you want to see it, uh, just go to social media. And for those who uh, sell, like uh, I went to Harbor Freight and Lowe's and Home Depot this weekend, found the ultimate toolbox at Home Depot, brought it home, and now that is my kitchen island. There you go. So uh, check out the social media at Rob Carson Show. What else happened this weekend? Well, you know, apparently some more documents were found at uh, Joe Biden's home in Delaware. And I got posted on uh, Friday. I said, uh, let's see, a crack-addled prostitute monger, son of the president of the United States, who, by the way, is, is not worth anything as a, uh, as a legal counsel at all. He may, you know, dad may think he's smart, but he's made such ungodly, terrible life choices, including being a, a did I mention a crack addicted prostitute monger who impregnated a stripper at a strip club and he was so high he doesn't remember it and he's denying that child the Biden name, which is probably a good thing for the child because, I mean, Seriously, and uh, he's paying dad $50,000 a month to stay in a dad's house in Delaware, and all the while there are classified documents there. So for one year in the height of his crack-smoking, prostitute-mongering uh, life, he's paying dad fifty k to live in uh, his house in Delaware, while Joe Biden, the Biden family, and the Penn Biden Center are getting tens of millions of dollars from communist China. Other than that, nothing to see here. Not one, you know, if you just look past what I just said, which in any other, if we were a Republican president, he would already be out of office. It would already be over. It would be over. He would be impeached. He would be removed from office. It would be done. And you know why? Because He's corrupt. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president of my lifetime, and I would venture to say uh, in the history of our country, there's never been a more clear line between the executive branch and abject corruption and money from our enemies 
as pay in kind for influence that we've ever seen in our lives. We've never seen anything like this before. And you know what else we've never seen? We've never seen a media that is so slavishly devoted to a political ideology that they're willing to look past the biggest criminal enterprise the country has ever seen in the White House. Because a couple of years ago, our, our mainstream media and big social media suddenly decided to be tools of the deep state. To the point that literally Twitter and Facebook were beat. They had people, the FBI had 80 people working for Twitter, 119 working for Facebook, and they were having meetings and they were deciding what is misinformation and disinformation and everything that was not, uh, did not tow the government line, the left leaning government line, which tends to uh, uh, go down the old Democrat highway. They're total Democrats, total leftism. They were working with our media to shut down any discussion of anything the government said. So whether that be COVID, whether that be Biden corruption, whatever, whether that be Hunter Biden's laptop, which the FBI had for a year before the 2020 election and literally covered up before the 2020 election. And the FBI didn't even admit until March of last year. And they didn't even admit it. It had to be admitted by Matt Gates in a hearing that the FBI knew about Hunter Biden's laptop and the abject corruption of that before the 2020 election. And the reason why it was covered up, I'm trying to make this, trying to, not trying to make this complicated, but the reason why it was covered up in 2020, because the main legal counsel for the FBI, the guy who literally worked with Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party to create the Russia collusion hoax that the FBI spent $40 million of our money on to investigate and discovered Donald Trump did not collude with Russia. <laughs> All of that. That guy who was in charge of that was in charge of Twitter when they shut down the Hunter Biden laptop story. Other than that, like I said, there's nothing really to see here. Nothing, nothing to see here. You know, we could just go on with everything because the, uh, the old uh, president, he was in. He went on vacation again this weekend. I know we're only, what is the, the 23rd of January, and I think this is already his third vacation weekend. It's another weekend away from the White House for President Biden. He left the White House late yesterday afternoon, destination Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. The president talked with some visitors. Wouldn't that be a crime scene? I mean, if, uh, if there were classified documents uh, stored there, don't you suppose until the investigation is over that the FBI would say, hey, Joe, maybe you want to go to those uh, billionaire uh, lairs, uh, the, the billionaire donor class that you normally go to on your vacation. Maybe you should just go there. Inside the White House as he made his way to Marine One, the president did not speak with reporters waiting for the latest on the discovery of top secret documents at the president's home in Delaware. Yeah, so the FBI is wary, uh, weighing <clears throat> whether to seek searches of Biden's other homes <clears throat> after the DOJ finds six more classified documents at his Wilmington home. House Oversight Committee is promising to probe President Biden's finances in the next phase of the investigation. In the next phase of the investigation. So they are considering whether to seek searches of additional areas after six additional items were found. Now, we know that the FBI literally went to Joe Biden's lawyers and said, hey, I know you, we know you've got these uh, classified documents. So what we want you to do is send your own lawyers in and get those. Now, with uh, uh, Donald Trump, he had every right to have the classified documents that he had. They were in Mar-a-Lago, which is like Fort Knox, with 
with uh, Secret Service protection and security, the whole deal, and the FBI and DOJ went to Mar-a-Lago early last year and said, hey, it's cool you got them, no big deal. I'll tell you what, we'll be in touch. Just go ahead and put this padlock on there. And so that's what the president did. And then the FBI showed up a few months later before the election, before the midterms, to do a jackbooted raid of the ex-president and soon-to-be president again, Donald Trump, uh, wholesale raid on his, uh, his Mar-a-Lago home for those same documents they knew that he had and they had already said, go ahead and keep them and put them under lock and key. Again, nothing to see other than that. There's nothing to see here other than all the evidence that Joe Biden is a complete corrupt... Uh, uh, well, he is the scab on the open wound that is Washington, D.C. corruption. Not a pretty uh, picture there, but uh, yeah, he is the scab on the, <laughs> on the open wound that is all of the corruption of the deep state in Washington, D.C. And we're going to get into all of this as we, uh, as we get into the show. There's a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff with regard to uh, the classified documents, the double standard. Oh, Kathy Hochul, even though she wants to make gas stoves illegal in uh, New York, he's, she's got a, a gas stove she uses at her home and also at the governor's mansion. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has ordered a, a priest to perform an exorcism at, at her home after her husband got hammered. Um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> There's just a lot of stuff about uh, oh oh the, uh, the the games yesterday the uh, the uh, Tony Dungy who's uh, now doing uh, a commentary for the NFL he's under fire for saying outrageous things like I don't know maybe uh, boys shouldn't compete with girls in contact sports and you know other stuff like that he's a transphobe I guess so all of that is uh, coming up on this very. Uh, and I promise you a very exciting edition of the show plus two huge guests are you ready for the guests. Harmeet Dillon, she is uh, going to be, I believe, the next RNC chairman, chairperson, whatever. Anyway, she's going to join us next hour. Kevin Sorbo, a.k.a. Hercules, among other things, going to be joining us in the final hour of the show today. And your phone calls at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. You know, the only I, I will answer the question, but here's the deal. You know, what quite frankly bugs me is that we have a serious problem here we're talking about. We're talking about what's going on and... The American people don't quite understand why you don't ask me questions about that. But having said that, what's your question? Do you have any regrets about the classified documents being in your uh, private locations? What the question is here. Hang on, okay? Look. And the fact that the, the FBI didn't say anything about it until after the midterms. As we found... Uh, we found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. Must they have big hands because there's like 30 of them. We immediately turned them over to the archives and the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, well, but uh, still doesn't answer why the double standard with uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And then there's all the money that the Biden family got and Joe Biden got. 50 grand a month. 
paid in rent. This is Jim Gossett. It's another kickback to the president. No. This is how the money's sent through the Biden laundry. It's a hell of a laundry. Thank God money's made out of cotton. Gotta pay the big guy, that's what Hunter said. It is, it's not made out of paper. He got creative, called it rent instead. It's made out of cotton. Millions of bucks have been fed through the Biden laundry. <laughs> yeah. Like Hunter's paintings, it's a scheme <laughs> to funnel money to Joe and his team. Crime is a consistent theme at the Biden Laundry. <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret. That's what they use. Kick the money up, kick the money down. Funnel money up, funnel money down. Kick the money up, <laughs> so, kick the money down. So the uh, latest the discovery up, brings the total number of classified files to between 25 and 30. The DOJ searched Biden's Delaware residence apparently for more than 12 hours, according to a statement by the presidential's uh, person, personal lawyer revealing the new documents. DOJ requested the search not be made public in advance in accordance with standard procedures. I mean, forget about the Mar-a-Lago thing where there's actually uh, uh, news cameras there and uh, probably drone footage above it. You remember that when the FBI was there? And let's not forget Roger Stone. CNN was there for a, for a, a raid that had not been announced. <laughs> CNN was there. And, you know, no big deal. DOJ took possession of materials it deemed within the scope of its inquiry, including six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding materials, some of which were from the president's service to the Senate and some were his venture as uh, vice president. And... Um, this isn't really the story. The story is the corruption. The, uh, the documents is an aside. The documents is the way that uh, uh, Barack Obama is going to remove Joe Biden from office. That's, <laughs> that's basically it. That's basically it. Here is uh, Biden spokesperson Ian Sams um, saying that uh, the, uh, the document finding is uh, rooted in, uh, in, in conspiracy theory. So then if the Oversight conspiracy Committee tries to thread... Tries it. This is on MSNBC. Together, uh, a, a, a quilt that includes Hunter Biden, um, these classified documents. Um, as you know, remember what I told you earlier when I said, "Well, you see, there's uh, classified documents founding three residences, millions of dollars going to uh, Joe Biden uh, from Chinese uh, oligarchs, a gas company, uh, Burisma, all of that stuff." And uh, you know, it's, for you and me, it's easy. We're like, "Oh yeah, well, that means pretty much um, uh, corruption." Duh. I mean, especially with all the money, you know, the whole the money thing and the laptop and the whole deal. But yet, this guy on uh, MSNBC is like, "This is like putting together a quilt." of things, then I guess it kind of adds up to maybe thinking there's corruption. I don't see it personally. Chair Comer said on PBS the other night, influence peddling by the Biden administration. Is that something, that this effect to connect the dots that way, would that be an investigation that the administration would take seriously? Well, we'll see what they're going to do. I mean, I think that, the, that they can say a lot, put out a lot of press releases, do a lot of media interviews. But we'll take a look at the letters that they send. We'll take a look at their actual investigative actions, and we'll respond to the Congress as appropriate. I think that it's just very clear that a lot of these things are rooted in false conspiracy theories. 
Yeah, there's a false conspiracy theorists. You know, that's the thing. Now, I don't know if you do this. The word's getting around. You know, the uh, the word, the expression conspiracy theory came around in about 1968. The government literally made up the expression conspiracy theory, and there is rumors as to where it, uh, it started, uh, some with the CIA involvement in the Kennedy assassination, right? So uh, regardless of how you feel about that, the government came up with the expression conspiracy theory. And it's kind of weird because um, Joseph Stalin came up with the expression disinformatia, which our government now, the Democrat Party, the deep state, started using again a couple years ago to silence conservative opposition. Uh, it's kind of weird. I've got more on this. Your phone calls welcome at 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you don't have the time, <clears throat> pardon me, to listen to the radio show in real time, what we do is we uh, we cut it in half. We take a three-hour show. We make it into two one-hour segments. And we put it up as the podcast, and it's uh, becoming wildly popular everywhere. And if you would like all of the digital platforms, including Spotify, including uh, iTunes, if you'd leave a five-star review on iTunes, that would be great. Uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen, all right? Newsmax.com slash listen. So I guess it looks like the rats are scurrying from the SS Titanic. Now, the SS Titanic should have officially sunk uh, in the midterms, particularly in the Senate. But the Democrats have a massive uh, vote harvesting scheme going on around the country. And even though the Republicans got five million more votes than the Democrats, the Democrats were able to keep Congress in some questionable races, including in Nevada, Nevada, and uh, and in, uh, in Arizona. But you know what? That would be uh, misinformation, I guess. No, not really. Just uh, just my second amendment opinion based on fact. You know, there's that. There's that. Ron Klain going to step down as Biden's chief of staff within weeks as uh, the president faces legal turmoil over a classified document found in his home in his uh, slush funds. I mean, think, think tank. <laughs> it's a think tank. You sit around and you, you just take in $50 million from China and don't do anything but be a think tank, I guess. 
You know, other than that, again, nothing to see here. Klain uh, has informed Biden of his plans. Sources said on Saturday, confirming a New York Times story that said he would leave uh, slightly after the uh, president's State of the Union address, February the seventh, where he is supposed to. Uh, uh, hold on, I got to be careful when they say this because sometimes when something is so funny, you can't really say it. The line is so funny, it's hard to deliver. But Joe Biden. <laughs> He says he's going to run for president again in 2024. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just no way. Uh, you know, and, and I know it's it's hard for you to believe, and I'm, it's hard for a lot of people on social media to believe that I would say something like, Joe Biden is not going to run in 2024. He'll say he's going to run in 2024, but he has he doesn't have the capability physically or mentally, first of all. Second of all, the Democrat Party's done with him, all right? And... Uh, and uh, third of all, there's the, 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 the document thing going on. And uh, the Democrat Party is desperate for somebody to fill in. And uh, Kamala Harris ain't that person, by the way. I've got a lot of stupid coming from her this weekend. Oh, my God. She, she put the pedal to the metal on stupid this weekend. But Ron Klain, is, uh, he's going to leave. He says, uh, uh, you know, uh, today at the halfway point of his term for the president and vice president, we celebrate not only what he's accomplished, including 40-year high inflation that isn't going anywhere. That's pretty cool. But how it was accomplished through teamwork, collaboration, mutual respect, uh, stomping on people, uh, crushing dissent, using the FBI as a weapon to shut people up, and, uh, you know, and uh, spending, uh, out-of-control spending. Actually, it's added that last part, that last four sentences. This team did so many historic things and did them in historic fashion. He did. He plummeted the country into the pits of hell faster than any president ever. As part of the most diverse and talented White House staff ever. And let's not forget what they did to us on the border. Because the border is a cluster. And by the way, 108 people, 108,000 people last year died of overdoses, most of them to fentanyl. 75% fentanyl. And most of those kids, the biggest, the biggest age group dying from fentanyl poisoning, is under 14. So bravo there, Ron Klain. You're really stepping off this ship at a high point. Because they've done just such a fantastic job. Just such a fantastic job. This is Harmeet Dillon who's going to join us next hour. And she will be the next RNC chair if the RNC knows what's good for him. Because uh, she's awesome. And here she is talking about the documents. I believe she talked with Tucker on Friday. What, what we are seeing here is actually a cover-up of typical Washington proportions. Uh, in fact, it looks now like at least one of these troves of documents was identified before the midterm elections. But I wonder why they uh, held on to it after the, until after the, oh yeah, midterms. We're just hearing about it now. So it was concealed from the country uh, to affect the outcome of an election. Secondly, it that's never happened before. Looks like there've been at least now three instances of these documents being moved. The first is out of- So not only did- <laughs> <laughs> they moved the documents. Not only did they have the documents at the Delaware home and then the vacation home and then the Penn Biden Center, they moved them. The White House in 2017 as the Obama and Biden administrations were vacating. Secondly, into location number one. 
thirdly into location number two. And if the DOJ were serious about this, Tucker, they should be raiding all of Biden's homes and vacation destinations over the last... Because they, they won't because the DOJ is highly politicized and very left of center and only treats Democrats with kid gloves while going after Republicans for anything and everything, even when the charges aren't real, even when the charges don't merit uh, uh, a massive uh, crackdown from the government, like in all those January 6th uh, prisoner stories. Several years to see, you know, rifle through the, uh, the, the sofa cushions, see if there are any classified documents there, because you can really have no confidence with this set of facts that we're at the end of the discovery of these documents. And an important distinction here is that and they're still finding more. They found six more this weekend. President Trump had the absolute authority under federal law to declassify documents and also to keep documents for a period of time while he was looking through them for his uh, archives before turning them over to the National Archives. President, Vice President Joe Biden has no such defense to that. And so I'm not buying any of this. And the other neither are the complicating American, factor here. Neither are the American people. 64% of us say that his handling of the documents was highly misappropriate. Tucker, is that multiple inappropriate. People, members of the former vice president's family have close and questionable ties to foreign governments. Ukraine. Including China. That's right. And Ukraine, at least one of these documents pertains to the Ukraine. And there are serious federal penalties for giving access to foreign governments to these classified documents and a longer statute of limitations. Yeah, and if the DOJ wasn't in the pants of the Democrat Party and the deep state uh, was not as well, then we might actually be having something happening. And then the reporters are getting increasingly frustrated with White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre for not answering questions that are critical with regard to Joe Biden's retention of classified documents. This is the same uh, group of, uh, of reporters, by the way. Uh, you may recall the first year of Joe Biden's uh, presidency, that first summer. Remember those days when Joe Biden, the reporters were just chasing him around, asking him what his favorite ice cream flavor was. Remember that? They thought it was really cute that the dear leader liked vanilla or chocolate chocolate chip remember that remember that yeah and, and they just asked him about his ice cream while he did a lot of crap and uh, got away with a lot of stuff and now suddenly they're butthurt now they're all bothered that there's actually a legitimate story and the fbi is actually playing along because the fbi is part of the the uh the cabal working to get rid of joe biden now yeah one reporter said that corinne jean-pierre is arguably arguably the least effective white house press secretary of the tv era Another one said it's uh, just a painful waste of time. You uh, just get the feeling that you're wasting your time and whatever is in front of her in the binder is all she's going to say no matter how many times you ask the question. Well, this is what uh, Republicans have been saying for years. This is what uh, uh, conservative outlets like Newsmax have been saying for years. Kind of rough, isn't it? Kind of rough, isn't it, to get B-slapped by the uh, by the propagandists in charge of the uh, White House press room. There's an expectation that when you say something, it's going to be true. That's been the biggest credibility hit for her. It's answering a question in a way that ends up not being true. While now, they finally get that Joe Biden is his administration not so big on the truth thing. Not so big on the truth thing. It's kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. How this happens. By the way, Senator J.D. Vance from Ohio, he's a freshman senator who got elected, is awesome. I love him. He's cool. Uh, he said that uh, they want to know, he wants to know where all the billions of dollars are going to do Ukraine. And you know what? There's nothing controversial about asking where the money's going. Not one little bit. 
if we're supporting a, a war in Ukraine that is uh, saving lives and stopping the uh, the aggression of Russia, then you, the, cool, that's great. If, if the if the Pentagon and then the State Department and the the President of the United States are making the right decision as far as military action and as far as investing our tax dollars over there, then I think we should know exactly how well our money is being spent. Don't you? Don't you suppose we should know how well our money is being spent and how the $120 billion that we sent and are in the process of sending are being spent? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. I think it's a really good idea. So he's calling on the White House to release a complete audit detailing the exact amount of financial support the United States has provided to Ukraine since February the 20, of 2022. This is the same country where uh, Joe Biden interfered in an investigation of a, of a gas company that Hunter Biden had become a board member for. Yeah, yeah, there's this gas company over there. He's also involved in a gas company in China. The, yeah, CEFC, and and he they got a five million dollar loan from CEFC to the Biden family that th- they didn't even need to pay it back. No interest and no payback necessary. And then there's a Burisma, which is a gas company in Ukraine. Hunter Biden got on the board, got eighty thousand dollars a month while he was a crack addicted, prostitute mongering loser from hell, living in his dad's mansion at fifty thousand dollars a month. Again, other than that, there is nothing to see here. I mean, we might as well have Jesus himself in the White House because, uh, I mean, there couldn't be somebody, uh, you know, no strings holding this man down. But there are some holding him up. Uh, and by, and, uh, and uh, Barack Obama has the, uh, has the tops of the strings and he's clipping them. He's clipping them. So here's what old uh, J.D. Vance is saying. Whether you support Ukrainian funding or not, the fundamental question is we deserve and the American people deserve to know how their money's being spent, especially when they're talking about $120 billion of it. And I agree. And I agree. And here's Rudy Giuliani, who, who went from being America's mayor. The best mayor in probably, if not recorded, then certainly recent history of New York and has gone from that to becoming being a complete conspiracy theorist and a criminal all this just because the media decided to go after Rudy Giuliani for exposing the truth about the Bidens. Here is uh, Rudy Giuliani talking about uh, Joe Biden in Ukraine. And And this is on Newsmax, by the way, on Friday. Back in... in, um... 2018, December of 2018, when I first got this information from a trusted former colleague of mine, and I listened to the tapes of Biden, I was first shocked that he was a crook. And second, I knew the whole case on day one. Not because I'm a genius, but because I prosecuted a hundred of these cases. Yeah, he's also an incredible prosecutor as well. I, uh, the, the, if, if you understand the crime of bribery, he admits the bribery in that first uh, uh, boasting interview he does in front of the Atlantic uh, uh, organization. Yeah, when he said that uh, he wanted the prosecutor investigating Burisma, where uh, Joe Biden's son was on the board for $80,000 a month, despite not knowing anything about the oil and gas uh, 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 industry. I mean, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not. No, I said, I'm not going to. Or we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. (laughs) I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was. Um, Just real quick, that billion dollars that he's acting like is his. um, That's your tax money. But six hours. I look, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. 
If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. The quid pro quo. Now, all you got to do is go out and find the corroboration, which I did before I before I brought this to the public. I already had. And before the deep state sicked everything on Rudy Giuliani to ruin his life. Two to three witnesses for everything I said. And I first brought it to the public in uh, 2019. I was on Hannity's show seven or eight times disclosing all the facts I was getting from the witnesses I was interviewing in Ukraine who wanted to come to the United States and give this evidence to us two years before the election. Yeah, but the investigation was declared disinformation by the deep state. Blocked by the ambassador who was a uh, uh, Obama holdover and beholding to George Soros. And blocked by the FBI and the Justice Department. All right, so... There you go. That's uh, kind of an update of what happened this weekend. The uh, the uh, the nonsense coming out of the Biden administration and coming up. Apparently, Joe Biden's energy department is uh, regretting shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline. Insult to injury, and that's on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, Those of you who listen to the show know that I have an expression called I'm not stupid. Okay, you know why I think that uh, Arizona was stolen, the election, Katie Hobbs is the governor? Because I'm not stupid. You know why I think that COVID was overplayed? Because we're not stupid. You know why I think that there have been a lot of vaccine injuries associated with the vaccine that they're trying to cover up? Because I'm not stupid. All right? Not stupid. And now the press. Here's the press. All of a sudden, they decide to get serious about a story because Barack Obama wants to see Joe Biden out so they have another candidate in 2024. That's my opinion, by the way. Covered by the First Amendment. Now the press is saying, half a dozen reporters are saying that, oh, yeah, uh, Corinne Jean-Bierre is the least effective White House press secretary in TV history. You never get anything from her. You're wasting your time. Yeah, you know why? I think she's lying because I'm not stupid. And now you're getting the same kind of treatment that uh, conservatives have gotten for years. So don't even act like you're trying to be a journalist. Honestly, it's laughable at this point. It really is. And then you got this. Joe Biden's Energy Department quietly published a congressionally mandated report in December showing the president revoking the Keystone XL pipeline. Federal permits cost thousands of jobs and billions of dollars. Meanwhile, they're uh, screeching that you can't cut the government. I got to tell you, I would love to see at least a 20% cut in the federal workforce. You know why? Because I've seen it happen in the private sector, and I've been on the receiving end. And it is really time for the government to reflect their spending the way we have to when we are in difficult times. Keystone XL extension permit revocation, energy costs, and job 
impacts brought attention to the positive economic benefits the Keystone XL pipeline could have had if Joe Biden didn't revoke the federal permits for it hours after being sworn into office. The cancellation received widespread criticism at the time. But you know what? Just go retrain yourself. I know you've been a pipeline worker. I know you've been a welder or whatever. Go fix something. Figure something out. I know you're 55 years old, but just do it. Well, I'm going to say the same thing to government employees. Federal government employees, you, you'll find something else. There are 10 million jobs out there that are open right now. You could probably make $17 an hour if you started at Walmart right now. It's cool. Energy, uh, this report indicated the Keystone XL project would have created between 16,000 and 59,000 jobs annually for a two-year period, which is up from the 2014 report sponsored by the department that showed it would have created 3,900 direct jobs. Yeah, it would have created a lot more. Would have had a positive impact between 3.4 and $9.6 billion over the lifetime of the project. And then... The uh, pipeline would stay there for decades, and it would require people to use it and uh, maintain it and the whole deal. But it's uh, no longer uh, being used, and it's caused our gas prices to go through the ceiling. The Energy Department was required by law after Biden signed the Infrastructure and Investment Agreement in 2021 due to Steve Daines of uh, Montana successfully adding an amendment to the legislation that mandated such a report. So that's why we know that it was a giant mistake. But we do it, right? Spokesperson claimed that the project would have had minimal impact on permanent jobs, but did not mention anything about the thousands of jobs that would have been created by the pipeline. But it all went away when Joe Biden revoked the permit. The project was said to be over halfway done, was on track to be completed in 2022, would have been operational this year. Would have roughly uh, transported 830,000 barrels of crude from Canada to the U.S. through the pipeline. But instead, we're going to freaking Venezuela. And we're selling uh, China some, uh, well, we were selling uh, oil from our strategic oil reserve. Yeah. Additionally, a labor agreement signed by four unions at TC Energy in August 2020 promised the project would have created 42,000 American jobs and $2 billion in total wages. Yeah. Biden 2024. Good luck with that. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. You're on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere.